Welcome to your Friday on the Sports Desk. This is Sam, back here with Jay and James. James is going to be with us shortly, um, but joining us if this has all worked, Jay? Can you hear me? Yes, perfect. Unbelievable. Okay, so <laughs> the thing was, we still wanted to do this show with all this coronavirus crazy stuff going on, so... Jay's actually joining us from home, and <laughs> so is James eventually when he joins back in. Uh, but good to have you on. Ah, thanks for uh, organising this. I'm glad we can still do this. With, uh, all that's going on, it's great to have a bit of good news out of uh, the week. Yeah, very exciting. Um, we had a great game last night. We will get into that later, but we're going to jump through the headlines first up. Um, and uh, British boxer Anthony Joshua, a world heavyweight title, uh, Bulgarian Kabrut. Who live is postponed for several months due to coronavirus, so that's another sporting um, title that's been affected. Also in the headlines this morning, the Australian Olympic Committee, the AOC, says it remains focused on the planning and preparation of the Australian team to the Tokyo Games for a July 24th opening, despite the threat of coronavirus, which I think is pretty brave. What do you reckon, Jay, that they're focused, they think? Because from what the reports I've seen is that the um, the Olympic Committee, they still seem <laughs> very positive about going ahead, even though with all these issues and stuff, they're still pretty confident. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I mean, yeah, they've still got a lot to work out. I think it's sort of middle of the years when the Olympics are meant to kick off. But yeah, um, yeah I think the, the way it's going, it's just going to get worse, especially because Australia's coming into winter soon. It's going to make it a lot harder for uh, Australians to, um, you know, keep intact for uh, the Olympics, especially. Plus, Japan too, being in that the yeah outbreak area because they had a lot of people uh, infected. Um, but yeah, let's hope let's hope they're right, and it's going to only going to take a couple of months. But <laughs> maybe being being very optimistic here. Uh, also yeah. in the news this morning, uh, the Premier League season will be finished, uh, but the delay is extended to April 30. Uh, the statement revealed that football will not continue until safe to do so. The FA board extend the uh, limits to the 1920 season so they can still play it, uh, but no football before April 30. Uh, so that's good news. It means Liverpool, yeah, will... <laughs> Liverpool fans will be <laughs> very happy, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it won't be here for a while, but um, they are due. Yeah, and uh, also reading that uh, Man City fans will be upset because the uh, their hearing, their court hearing for all the the battle between oh. the UEFA, it's been postponed because they can't have any court meetings while this is going on. The restriction yeah. has hit that, so that's not very helpful. Uh, also no. in the news this morning, uh, the. Round two of the NRL kicked off uh, last night as well with the Cowboys defeating the Bulldogs 24-18. to 18. Um, But there will be a pref- press conference this morning from the Warriors. They're set to hold a meeting uh, to discuss whether they want to continue playing in the NRL in 2020. 
While the Warriors team had initially been in favour of staying in the NRL, new restrictions imposed by both New Zealand and Australian governments have thrown it into doubt. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. They're kind of in the same situation being a, a New Zealand team like Wellington Phoenix. Uh, but uh, Wellington Phoenix in the A-League will be playing all their remaining games here, which will be interesting. Some of those are postponed. Um, yeah, no, I think um, yeah, the Warriors is interesting because... Um, yeah, as you said, New Zealand teams are just sort of stuck here in Australia now, which is yeah unfortunate. But if they can make it work, then um, hopefully the players are you know are understanding as well yep. of what's going on. They can adapt to these circumstances. Okay, well that's pretty much all the headlines we're going to get and chat. We're going to break down last night's first AFL game, which I'll admit was very weird to watch, very surreal, <laughs> yeah. but glad to have it back. And we'll be talking about that next on the Sports Desk. This is a brand new song from Nothing But Thieves. Is everybody going crazy? This is the Sports Desk on Sin. Nothing with Thieves, that's a brand new one. Everyone Is everyone going crazy right here on the Sports Desk? And uh, we are going to talk some AFL. And wasn't it weird, Jay, seeing no one there? <laughs> no, it's not something I'm probably going to be able to get used to, I think. No, no. I, yeah. I think the crowd really does make the atmosphere. So it, oh, yeah. It, even the commentators uh, were struggling. And I read a report that some of the players could hear the commentary from the field, <laughs> yeah. which is something unheard of. And then it was so funny, think- all the TV camera mics were picking up Sounds you wouldn't normally hear. Yeah. You could hear the train going past and some planes. Some helicopters, uh, everything was Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, it, was I mean it was it was unreal. But I like I like that concept of having to be able to hear everyone, uh, all the players communicate yeah. with each other. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something we don't normally get to hear, which is I guess maybe a little bit of a positive. Um, yeah, it's probably one of very few positives, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> stretching. <laughs> uh, very bummed out because I did have tickets to go, so did you, and yeah. uh, was really excited. So hopefully we can get to a few games before the end of the season, but let's just go over the game. Richmond defeated yep. my boys, the Carlton, 20 by 24 points, 16-9, to 12-9, and... Half time, I was a little worried, but the second half performance from Carlton uh, made me a lot more confident. We do have a lot of injuries out, and poor De Cruiser injuring his foot. So injury prone and so unlucky. He's had an unlucky run by injuring a lot of injuries, which is sad. So hopefully he comes out of that. I think he just rolled his ankle, but uh, they're doing scans today, so we'll find out later today the extent of that injury. Uh, but what did you make of the game? Yeah, as you said, the second half calm really lit up, and uh, it was nervous watching as a Richmond fan to see you guys slowly crawl your way back. But you'd be disappointed they didn't capitalise on their dominance at stages, um, no, that... especially in that start of the second quarter. Even you um, had the jump on us, but we just late surge of four goals sort yeah. of yeah. derailed you a bit. Yeah, the, the lack of scoring, the the amount of time we had the ball, but then the scoring opportunities. Um... Didn't go very well, which, which is we've got a few forwards out and we've got to work on that performance. But we'll take a look. Leading goal kickers for yesterday in his first game, Jack Martin, four goals. Impressive, impressive, very exciting to see. 
Uh, he had an all right few games in the uh, preseason, but seeing him flash up like that against the Tigers is very good. Four goals for him, three goals for Jack Revolt, Shy Bolton got three, uh, and Jake Estania three leading goal kickers, and the leading to the disposals last night, Cripper on 31, Murphy 26, Sam Doherty 26, good to see him back out there, and Dion Prestia 25. Yeah, so it was a. It'd be interesting to see how they'll do the votes because obviously, um, for the Brownlow, um, because Cripps is probably, in my opinion, was the best on almost, um, because of the way you know how he is, just an absolute bull in the midfield. Um, yeah. really, I think he had ten clearances or something like that, seventeen contested. Um, so he was really, yeah, just carrying that midfield and keeping them plenty of clearances to the Blues, especially, um, because of him. So. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they do the voting because you got Doherty, you got Cripps, you got uh, Jack Martin even for the Blues that could poll in the uh, votes. Mm. Um, obviously, tough being the losing team. Um, you'd have to look at, you know, Prestier or um, even Dusty or Rewall as uh, potential vote getters. But no, I think the Blues will get one or two votes from this game. Yeah, no. what, uh, what you think. Uh, and uh, a great effort from both. Uh... Uh, Weedering, especially though, in the back line, held oh, yeah. um, Lynch to no goals. So that <laughs> if he could bring yeah. that performance and shutting down leading goal kickers every week, that 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 would be very exciting. Uh, but uh, good to have yeah, um, footy back. Um, and we'll take a look at the rest of the round tonight. Uh, the Western Bulldogs play Collingwood at Marvel Stadium. Uh, the ins for them, Josh Bruce, Ben Kavara and Alex Keith coming over in the uh, transfer period and uh, Collingwood, Tyler Brown into their squad. What are, what are your thoughts on tonight's game? It'll be interesting. I'm really looking forward to this one because these are two teams that have been hyped over the preseason. Um, a lot of uh, potential from both teams, uh, especially Collingwood. I want to see how they're obviously they're trying to work out which sort of key forward they want to go forward with. They got Cox in, I think, as the main one, as Reed's injured. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they structure because, and obviously missing Trelaw for a few weeks. So that midfield gets a little, um, a big loss there. So um, I reckon the Bulldogs are, are almost a sneaky chance here. I don't know mm. about you because of no, that midfield right. battle is going to be key, I reckon. Yeah, and no, I really like that uh, Alex Keith that they got from, was it Adelaide? Yeah, he he was really good. That was that's a good pickup for them, I think. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, they perform. And uh, of course, Bont and Pally, everyone loves seeing oh, the yeah. Bont. Um, so <laughs> we'll be excited to see his performance. Uh, so that game's tonight, and the rest of the round, uh, we've got Essendon playing Fremantle at one forty-five on Saturday. Uh, Adelaide playing Sydney four thirty-five Saturday. Gold Coast play Port Adelaide Saturday, 7.25. GWS play Geelong, 7.25 Saturday. On Sunday, North Melbourne play St Kilda, 1.10. Hawthorne, Sunday, 3.20. And uh, West Coast uh, for the last game of the round against Melbourne, 6.20. Um, I'm also interested to see the uh, North Melbourne St Kilda game. That'll be interesting to see where St Kilda's at. And uh, Benny Brown is apparently being played for North uh, so it'd be exciting to see what he's doing. Any standout games of the round, you think, for you as well? Uh, yeah, well, that one definitely is one of them. Um, Brisbane Hawthorne will also be interesting it's, uh, at the G. So Brisbane, obviously, they don't play too well 
at the MCG. So it really be good for them after what they did last year. Yeah. If they can come out and just make a mark at the MCG mm-hmm. where it's, you know, finals are really played. So, um, yeah, that's probably my other game if we had to pick another one. Awesome. Okay, and also moving on quickly to the AFLW. As you know, the season was cut short, but they're going straight into finals. Uh, so the first semi-final is this weekend, 12.40 from Icon Park. North Melbourne play Collingwood. The second semi-final, GWS Giants versus Melbourne at Giants Stadium at 2.40. Also on Saturday, the fourth semi-final, Fremantle play Gold Coast at Fremantle Oval at 1.40 p.m. And on Sunday, the third semi-final, Carlton versus Brisbane Lions at 1.10 in the AFLW. The preliminary finals will be the weekend of March 28 and 29. And the grand final will be held on the weekend of April 4th and 5th. And, of course, it's closed to the public, but all games will be shown live on the Seven Network, Fox Sports, and streamed on the AFLW app. So you can still catch the game uh, without missing that one. Uh, we're going to get to a few more tracks now, but I thought it'd be funny to play. Do you remember that song, uh, Jay, we played a few while ago, the footy-type song? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I think I'm going to give yeah, it a spin again. Yeah. Yes, because it is the opening round. Uh, for those uh, who haven't heard, the Fable Singers, who recorded all the classic famous football songs, uh, released this football song along with it in the uh, 70s. Uh, and I <laughs> discovered it not too long ago, and it is a gem, and it's a great song to start off the season. Uh, so I'm going to play that now. This is the Fable Singers with their football song right here on the sports desk. girl the miss deans on these sports desks this morning and we are back with jay and james who james has joined us now haven't you you there i have yes 
Hello, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. James is also joining us from isolation. Yeah, good times. All right, we make do. We make do. Uh, So I think we should go on with basketball uh, right now because I think uh, we should cover the amazing story with the NBL where they've just cut it off. Yeah, it's uh, not good. five-game series plan for the grand final between Perth and Sydney. Um, but uh, they've obviously called it off uh, due to the coronavirus, um, and Perth led it 2-1 at that time, so they've given them the title. I don't know what you guys think of that sort of way to go about it, because I honestly don't think it's the right thing. No. no. Um, because originally they did say, according to the Sydney Kings owner, Paul Smith, he said that... Um, there was a handshake agreement that uh, before game two that it didn't matter what happened, no team would win the title if it came down to having to cancel a series. So uh, oh. a bit controversial how that's, this is folded and the Kings obviously, fair enough, are upset with this. Uh, I'm, I'm reading a thing here that said the, the uh, they refused to play on the Sydney Kings, but the uh, Wildcats maintained that they were ready and willing to continue. So it was them themselves that... Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a very confusing, but uh, I just, yeah, it loses its speciality. Personally, I don't like. I I saw the Wildcats Instagram story yesterday, and they were just sitting in a room, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, we won, yeah, yeah." And it, it was just nothing else to it. No, yeah, it's not, it's not the same. No. Uh, so it's a bit Don't of shame for them. It's a bit spoiled, and it's probably going to be one of those you know titles that well, it's always going to have an asterisk next to it. You know. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's it for NBL. Uh, that's done. Obviously, NBA is still in uh, in limbo as well. We still don't know what's going on with that. Well, they did um, put an article today um, or yesterday that the the boss I've forgotten his name. Uh, they were planning Adam on Silver. yeah coming up with ideas of ways that they could still continue. Um, yeah. But teams are still in quarantine, so they are. Um, uh, Thinking of the uh, no crowd, seeing if that that would work for their their format and competition, which will be good uh, if they can get that going in some way or shape or form. Yeah, um, I think they're still looking at that sort of June, July restart, which um, would be obviously playoff time. I think they might have to end up doing it in, in playoff time, whatever the standings are is what they'll run with rather than just trying to make up for the lost time of these games. So be interesting. Um, obviously, there will be teams that thought they could make the playoffs that might not get a run at it, which would be mm. disappointing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, um, there's still a lot to play. I think they've got seven players in total in the NBA that have tested positive. Um, there could be more. I could be wrong, but it's growing in the NBA, which is not good. Yeah. Uh, don't know if it's you know, this could happen with every sport, but NBA is just unfortunately copped it a bit more than others. If we look at the um, if we look at the uh, conference standing, so we've got Milwaukee sitting top of the East, Raptors in second, the Celtics in third, the Heat in fourth, the Pacers in fifth, the 76ers, the Nets, and the Magic as follows. And then in the Western Conference, the Lakers still sit top of the West, uh, LA. The Clippers sit um, in second, the Nuggets, the Jazz in third and fourth, and then a fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. We've got the Thunder, the Rockets, the Mavericks, and the Grizzlies. So, 
I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting to see a um a, a Grizzlies birth in the playoffs. Oh yeah, so we they'd be happy. In quite a while, um, just like uh, the Sacramento Kings. Who are they? I forgot who they were. Yeah, <laughs> they've gone a bit. They're basically non-existent anymore. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, because I've literally, I reckon it was, more maybe six or seven days before the league was suspended, I bought NBA 2K off my PlayStation. And I'm like, oh, I bought it way too late. I bought it way too late. You know, I'm not going to be able to live it out for the only month of the season that's left or whatever like that. But now I've got like how many months? I've got like two yeah. months to wait. Yeah. So it's still it's still alive. And I'm glad that I've gotten into it this, this late because the hype's still there. Um, and I think everyone's just waiting for it. All the AFL players have kind of gone into um, a bit of sadness because that's the only thing that fuels their days when they're not uh, at um uh, at work. Yeah. They're all just watching the NBA. Also, I thought we should dedicate some time uh, to some... I put a list together of sports that you can still watch that are live over the weekend. Did any come to mind for both of you? Have you, have you heard of any sports that are still on that you yeah, might look at? Um, I mean, look, this is a... This is a massive league, and I don't know why no one's watching it. It's just, it's the, like, it's Clash of the Heavyweights. I mean, it's like, it's competing with the Premier League and the Bundesliga. Really? Right? Okay. The Burmese Premier League won. Burmese, okay. Right, so in Burma, all right? Yeah. Um, that's the top flight. That's the, um, that's the piste de resistance, as you want to say. Um, okay. Yeah, appar- apparently that's on, and... um. I won't be watching it because I don't know where you can find a stream for it. <laughs> but if you can find a stream or you can find a um, somewhere that's televising it, watch it because, I mean, why not? It's the only football yeah. that's on. Well, you may be wrong there. There is multiple soccer leagues that are still on. So the leagues from Argentina, Belarus, Guatemala, Honduras, Nigeria, Russia, Singapore, Sweden, Turkey and Ukraine are still running their leagues. Uh, so Russia's the, the Russian Premier League. Oh, and of course, yes, including the AFL, AFLW, A League, and W League, and NRL that you can still watch here. I'm just finding some overseas sports that will kind of you, the UFC apparently is still on. Uh, I'm not mm, sure if there's a fight Dana this weekend. Take a second look at that one. Yeah, uh, Chinese Taipei and Liga Pro Basketball are still on. So there's some basketball. There we go. Uh, snooker. And Russian ice hockey. <laughs> oh, you gotta love some snooker, eh? Snooker is good. Snooker is very good. Um, well, hopefully you can find some good sport to watch. We're gonna come back and we're gonna chat about the new Premier League update that they've just put out, and uh, we'll go into this round's uh, A League. This is the sports desk on sin. We're gonna play this brand new song from Ballpark Music. This is Spark Up. Ballpark music, spark up on the sports desk this morning. That's a brand new one. And um, we're going to be talking about some Premier League. Okay, well, I'm glad that we can have some good news uh, to talk about this morning. As I mentioned earlier, uh, the Premier League is going to be returning, but not till April 30, so it will extend its delay. Uh, but they're saying they will finish the season, uh, which is very good. I'm not sure if they've included that with the uh, remaining other leagues in England, so the championship, I'm not sure. 
Um, but that's so good. Liverpool's actually going to win the league. Well, like, it seems like they will. And uh, oh, good news for the team. I'm kind of disappointed now. <laughs> well, <laughs> we had to tease the them a little bit. They couldn't of, get... like, of the decade. <laughs> like Liverpool finally about to win like their first league title in, what, 60 years or something like that? 30, I think it's around 30. <laughs> it um, is, uh, it look, is pretty funny. 60s for extra expression, okay? Because <laughs> just, it's, it's just funny for a team who's got no trophies. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and for that to be taken away from it's it's like Leeds United, both both of the most like one of the most popular teams. Yeah, in both like Championship and Premier League football, both of them sitting top of the table. Yeah, like if if Leeds don't go up this year, they're they're never gonna go up. Like well, I just it would just be like the saddest thing yeah. to just say, oh, well, the championship has been cancelled. Yeah, no, so it, it is good news for not only Liverpool but. Uh, the other teams going to be relegated, or maybe maybe they thought they escaped from relegation. A few, <laughs> few other teams, but uh, at least it means some will come up and uh, uh, gives a few a chance to survive if they're on the on the edge because it's really close down the bottom. So we're going to have to wait a while, but at least we can finish the season. Um, and uh, it'll be closer to the summer, won't it? Um, April 3rd? Yeah, almost, yeah. Oh, so that'd be interesting. I'm not sure if they've ever played... I mean, they play off-season stuff. Euro 2020 uh, that they've been going on, going on about has been postponed for 12 months. Uh, so that leaves space for them to finish it. Um, and so the remaining games apparently will be behind closed doors with every game played in a neutral venue a neutral venue at a separate time. Uh, and most of these games are apparently going to be in the Midlands uh, to avoid fans showing up outside the stadium and stuff. Because I think that's happened in a, f- a few leagues somewhere where they've still had people showing up, some ultras and stuff outside the stadium causing a bit of a ruckus. Yeah, I mean, like, that's football, though. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. PSG's, um, PSG's ultras um, were outside the stadium when they were playing one of their games. Um, and they lit quite a few I reckon it was like 30 40 pyrotechnics off wow um so like you know they're passionate they know what they want you know they love their club but yeah it's I think that's a smart move because they're going to just get just imagine right in like um at the Bundesliga if Dortmund's like yellow wall just all turn up and wait outside Sigmund Aduna Park <laughs> just imagine that <laughs> Like, great. So I think uh, I think it's a smart move um, moving it there. And there's no word on the Champions League or any of the those competitions. So hopefully it means they can finish as well. Um, oh, you'd hope so. Yeah, that that'd be shame. I I think yeah, if you're going to bring one league back, I think they kind of have to similar, kind of agree that all of them. I don't know how that all works, but uh, I don't think it's fair for necessarily one league to finish with the other others kind of. But it's a debatable topic, um, and uh, we'll move on to the A-League because that's still going on, which is good. Uh, first off the top, I'm going to talk about the W-League Grand Final. That is on Saturday at 3.30. Melbourne City plays Sydney FC. Uh, so good luck to the City girls. Uh, be a weird so grand final with no crowd. Yeah. Closed doors. Yeah. I'm so sad. Uh, but get around your TVs. It will be on the ABC if you want to watch that. Um, but the postponed <laughs> games, it's going to be a different look fixture. 
Um, Sydney Welling Sydney play Wellington. Uh, sorry, Sydney versus Wellington Phoenix. That's postponed. Newcastle Jets versus Wellington. Melbourne Victory and Brisbane Raw have been postponed. And Perth Glory and Melbourne Victory. So all those games are due to Victory and of course Phoenix being in quarantine. Um, but the games for this round that will go ahead. Uh, Central Coast Mariners play Melbourne City tonight, 5.30, Central Coast Stadium. Ins for Central Coast are Tommy Orr, Cole Rowles, Dylan Ruaz-Diaz, out Daniel De Silva with an injury. Uh, for Melbourne City, Ross and Griffiths returns from suspension. Adrian Luna returns from <coughs> suspension. Uh, good to see uh, early game tonight. Uh, now, Eric Mombarts is he's not coming to that game tonight because I read he is keeping himself safe because he is uh, an older gentleman. He's so he doesn't, age, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't think he's coming to this game. I don't think he's going to go to quite a few games because we have city have got Newcastle away on Monday. Yes. So I doubt they'll be coming home all weekend. Right. So maybe, um, maybe not for a few weeks. He's... Well, yeah, I mean like I, I highly doubt the team's going to fly home on Saturday, then fly no, back. No, no, they'll probably stay up there. Yeah. Um, when it's only like what an hour, an hour car ride from um, Gosford to Newcastle. Yep, yep. But um, and then City of well, then yes, yeah, so City play. Funnily enough, three games in. Yeah, the it's space a bit of a weird. Week. Uh, I mean, hopefully, it means. I mean, the AFL to compensate the sh- the close amount of games as they've reduced the time, but I don't think they're reducing any of the game time for the. The A League game, so no, interesting. Um, but yeah, hopefully the players can maintain. Maybe a few youngsters get to have a go that normally wouldn't. Um, uh, but the next game also tonight: Brisbane Raw versus Newcastle Jets, seven thirty C Bus Super Stadium at seven thirty. Brisbane Raw: George Mel's in, uh, Jordan Courtney Perkins uh, for Newcastle. Abidal Aroin. Uh, Costra Petrados in Bernie Abini, Pat Alangulas, all promoted. Um, tomorrow, Saturday, 7.30, Bankwest Stadium, Western Sydney, play Sydney FC. Uh, in for Daniel Georgeski, returns from suspension. Bruce Kamau, Kinu Bacchus, Kwamba Yoboa, Patrick Ziegler, Tristan Prudengast, uh, outs Purims Schweigler, suspended one week, and Oliver Kalek. Uh, and for Sydney FC, Michael Zulo in Chris Zuvela also. Uh, and Monday, these extended games. Um, no, so no games on Sunday, but there's uh, Perth Glory play Western United on Monday at 9.30 at HBF Park. And 7.30, uh, of course, is Newcastle Jets versus Melbourne City and McDonald Jones Stadium. So a bit of a weird round, but this is just what we're going to have to deal with if we want to keep the game going. All those games, again, are behind closed doors. Um, so, yeah, what are your overall thoughts of the round? What, what games are you excited to see? I'm keen for uh, uh, the... So we've got the derby tomorrow night um, at Bankwest. Yes, Sydney that's derby. Gonna be, that's going to be one to watch. Um, of course, Sydney's games are always going to be have a high interest too. But the other yep. game that I'm kind of... Um, Draw my focus to is the um, see, not really like this round. 
I'm more I'm more thinking like next week. Okay. Um, well, I, I like post Glory Western United. That that'll be a good test for Western United if they do want to. See, I don't think they can final win that. size. No, no. Uh, I don't but, think they can win that at all. I think the one game that I am looking forward to is the West United versus the Wanderers next weekend. Jay, what about you? Um, I'm probably leaning towards um, that game as well, the West United Wanderers, Wanderers uh, and the United Perth game. I think um, United, I think we were talking about the other week where they're sort of just pushing their way, you know, back into form. Yep. Um, and this game against Perth is a good test for them if they really want to make a push to this top six. So I'm excited for the United because they're starting to come good again. Cool. Okay, we're going to get to a song, and then we're going to come back and wrap up today's show. Uh, but at least there's still sports for every for everyone to enjoy, some of them to watch, that will help distract us from the world at the moment because it is a bit crazy. But we're going to continue on. This is Blur. We turn it up on the sports desk on your Friday morning. Blur, turn it up on the, the sports desk on your Friday morning. And we're going to wrap up with a few more stories on the show. And I'm just reading now, uh, James and Jay, this will excite you. Well, probably upset you more like. Uh, Man United prepare their monster $100 million bid for Gunners captain Abama Yang. No. Oh. Okay, just, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sam. Sam. Sorry, sorry. Thanks, Sam. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. We don't have any, don't have any good oh, news. What a me. way to kick off your Friday. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Woo! Oh. We'd have Graham anyway, but now we don't even have a base striker. <laughs> I mean, we're going to lose Lacazette in the um, in the window, and now we're going to oh, lose no. Bamiang. Wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah, to Man United though, that's horrible. Don't want that with them. Um, the table, we're staying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also in the news just now, also the 76ers have been tested as pos- uh, positive as a few of the players. Uh, any other final news to wrap up with? Yeah, the um, the French Open's been uh, good delayed. Um, it's a bit of controversy about that. The um, organisers have put it to six days after the U.S. Open. Love U.S. That. Open is normally the last Grand Slam, I believe, of the Grand Slams. Um, so now they've basically put the um, French to be run between September 20 and October 4th, when it normally starts at May 18, um, obviously due to the corona. Um, so it's giving a six-day gap between when the um, U.S. Open finishes and then when the French Open now starts. So uh, players apparently weren't told about this either. So there's a lot of controversy about giving them a six-day break from um, the U.S. to the French. And it's also going from a hard court service to a clay court service, which is not good for their conditioning. Mm. So I don't know what you guys think of that because, I mean, I think it's just a bit uh, out of sorts. Yeah, a bit poor. I agree. Um, there's a few other things happening in the sporting world, especially in my my realm, um, yes. as I like to call it, the Formula One world. Now, uh, six hours ago, the FIA announced that the Dutch, um, the Spanish and the Monaco Grand Prix, so the Dutch Grand Prix returning with Xander Vot. Um, if you're an F1 loyalist, you'll know um, that famous hairpin 
uh, at, at Xander Vod. It's finally coming back after um, quite a few years out of the calendar. Now, so they posted that eight hours ago, and then um, an hour later, they made the decision to cancel the Monaco Grand Prix. Now, this is the first time in 66 years that they haven't had a Monaco Grand Prix. Wow. wow. Um, now, you'll find a lot of the um, tracks that are street circuits are going to get cancelled because, you know, you've got to erect the, um, the stands and that sort of stuff while the traffic's going on, and you've got to close it down. There's going to be no traffic for, you know, a, a week or whatever like that. Um, as we've seen in Australia, I mean, I was I was down in Albert Park, I think, on the Monday. No, on the Sunday. Um, so, and the teams move in on the Monday um, of the week of the Grand Prix. So, they close everything down for that whole seven-day period. And if you know Monaco, uh, that, that whole circuit is literally just the roads in the city. There's no other roads in the city. That's it. That's it. Um, so for, for them to close up for seven days is a big, is a big thing and they can't, you know, redo it twice if they're going to suspend it oh, and then they've got to postpone it, then they've got to redo it. You know what I mean? It, it takes a lot on the economy as well. Yep. Um, so that's, that's what's happening with Monaco and also, uh, the 2021 regulations that were happening with all the teams getting a, uh, a salary cap, which was going to even out the playing field. That's been pushed back to 2022 now, um, seeing that we'll only get maybe like 10 races in for the 2020 season. Uh, so a lot of people are a bit angry about it because the 2021 season was probably the most anticipated thing to come out of F1 um, in the last, what, two decades, if we're talking this being a decade now, um, because the cars were looking like spaceships, um, you know, the more regulations... The cars aren't going to be fast. They're going to be more competitive. So, like Daniel Ricciardo in his Renault could have been competing quite a, quite a bit further up the grid than what he is now. So, that's getting a hiatus to twenty twenty two. But apart from that, nothing's happening in the F one world apart from that. Awesome. Okay. So then, remind us. So, footy's on. Collingwood Western Bulldogs play Collingwood tonight. Uh, Central Coast and Melbourne City in the A League and Brisbane Raw and Newcastle Jets. So plenty of stuff to watch. I hope you will enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining me, Jay and James, from their isolation. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, all good. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back next Friday. I'm not sure about the other teams if they're still continuing, but we will certainly be back next Friday to wrap up all your sports. Uh, make sure you listen, catch up to any of the podcasts. Uh, and the Sports Desk social media on uh, Facebook, Instagram. So I hope you've enjoyed. We'll leave you this with this King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard track, uh, which will definitely kick off the footy season. It's footy footy. This is Sin.